Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. This is episode number nine. And on this episode, I'm going to talk about making your own look, which in life is very, very important. So about about three years ago, I was I was still fighting and uh, before I retired, I was in a in a pub in Santa Monica, the Britannia pub, and my friend Paul, he's an owner there. Uh, he's one of the people who really helped me get me green card and get get it sorted in America. Great guy. So I'm in his pub and he introduces to this little Irishman. But Paul didn't even know who he was himself, uh, really. He just spoke to him because he's been in there. And, and, and Paul loves to loves to tell people about me and t- tells people, oh, this is Tony Jeffries, Olympic medalist, professional boxer, undefeated, blah, 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 going to do real big things. And the little Irishman's like, oh, yeah, yeah. So he's there. He's about 45 years old. He's about five foot eight, like half bald, you know, shut like shaved head. Um He's well dressed. He's got a big long black coat on, like a like a bouncer. <laughs> and uh, I think it was in January, so it was it was pretty chilly. He had rosy red cheeks. I remember that. And he had like a he had a, a, a scar on his face as well. So I says I says to him like, "Oh, what are you doing over here? Are you on holiday?" And he he said, "No." Nah. He said, "I'm I just I like I come over here every few months for a couple of months. And then I go back to Australia. Then I go to Australia where I'm staying, and then I go to New Zealand. Then I go to Thailand." I was like, oh really? I said, do you not go back to Ireland much? He went, no, nah, I don't go back go, go back there anymore. So I'm thinking, this 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 bloke's a bit dodgy, like doesn't work, just goes on a holiday, flies to Australia, to Los Angeles, goes to Thailand, staying in hotels. So I I thought I, th- I definitely thought that there was something queer about him and uh, he said, oh, something happened back there, I, I don't like to go back to Ireland. Now, when he said that, I was thinking, yeah, he's definitely a gangster or something like that. <laughs> anyway, I let my imagination drift away. Then he asked me, he says, so, son, he said, uh, so, you went to the Olympics and got a medal, that's great, that. And I, I told him, like, I explained the story, and uh, a lot of people probably don't know, but when I went to the Olympics, I had a cracked rib. I got it from fighting uh, this uh, Lithuanian bloke. He was a world bronze medalist, and he hit us with a left hand the body. And he cracked me rib. I won the fight though, I beat him. But uh, he cracked me rib. This was like about four months before the Olympics. So I went there with a, with a bad injury. He, before each fight, and I, I'm telling this to the Irishman. So before each fight, I, I get an injection in, in my rib. It was horrible. I remember that I had like an x-ray machine on there to guide the needle through to get it right next to the crack. And then they pumped the, uh, the anesthetic in there. And, the, and they've done that like four hours before each fight. But anyway, so I, I told the Irishman this, and I said, "So I was lucky because when I went to when I got to Beijing, I, I, I didn't have to fight straight away. There was like ten people who got a walkover, which means they didn't they didn't fight as soon as they got there. And I was one of them people. So I said, "Oh yeah, I got a medal, but I was really lucky to get it because I could have fought the first round. And with me bad rib, this could have happened." He went, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." He went, "Listen, son, let me tell you one thing." And this is what he and, and what he tells me here is stuck with me forever, and it's. It's really changed my life. And I think about it in all the time now, all the time. And, I, and I'm, I'm assuming I want to pass down my kids. He went, listen, you weren't lucky. He said, how did you get to the Olympics? I went, well, I had to, I had to qualify. He went, and how did you qualify? I went, well, I had to get a, in the world championships. I had to fight four times. And I had to get the last eight people in the world, the top eight in the world to qualify. He went, oh, all right, right. He says, how did you get on the Olympic team? I went, well, I was champion in England. He went, how did you come champion in England? I went, 
I was thinking, where the hell's he gone with this? I went, well, I, I was uh, went in the championships. Right. So, to become the champion of England, to get on the Olympic team, what did you have to do? I said, well, I had to train my arse off. He went, exactly. You went in the gym, you trained your arse off, you worked all the way through to the the championships, the, the Olympics, and you got there because of you, because of the hard work that you put in. So you don't ever, ever see you're lucky. And he said, that's the same with anything in life. You are, you're not lucky, you make your own luck. If there's an opportunity there, you're going to take it. You've got to take these Any opportunity that comes along that could be good, take these bloody opportunities. And he's, and he's telling us like this, and I'm, I'm like, bloody hell, all right, mate, but, uh, calm down. But it wasn't until after like I really thought about it, and, and what he said was, was so true. And oh, not just in boxing and the Olympics and all that, but it's everything, like, to a certain extent. I mean, the, these people in Africa and all that who's, who's poor, and I, 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 can't, I can't explain that to them. Like, but but to, for, 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 for me personally, this mindset of, of making your own look is great. And since then, every opportunity that's came along, I've went and I've took it. If you remember the story, I know a lot of people love the story. It was on, I think, my first po- it wasn't my first podcast I'd done. If you've never listened to it, go back and listen to it. About when I got picked and I was the, the face of Levi's, I was a Levi model. That there, because of what the Irishman told me, that is why I got the commercial for, for the Levi's and I was blah, blah, blah. And so many other things in life have happened because of what this Irishman's told me. If you, basically, if you do not... If you do not do it, it's not going to happen. If you, if you, if if I didn't go that audition, I wouldn't have got the part, you know. And it's like the fam- the famous saying: you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. That there is in my mind all the time. I'm always taking shots. I've had people tell me for years and years, "Yo, oh, you're a lucky bastard, you Tony." Sorry about me, Spain. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But I'm sorry about the swearing. <laughs> I've had a couple of complaints about. But Tony, you're a, you're a lucky get. You're a lucky get. You, uh, you're always getting the look. And I, and I was like, bloody hell, I am pretty lucky. But no, but when, but when you really think about it, I'm taking I'm taking opportunities, and and that's advice I can give every anyone and everyone. Take an opportunity, take a risk. If you don't take a risk, you know you, you you're never going to get any further forward. Everyone who's successful uh, takes risks, and uh, <laughs> I can't see it just yet, but I've took a massive risk on my business. What I've got in in America now, a massive, massive risk, and I can't wait to, to tell you everyone what happened. I can't tell it now, uh, and uh, and it, it's it's pay, it's paying off, and I'm still going through with a risk, but it's paying off. Uh, I'll explain that more d- down the line about that. So I'm I'm really one for believing about making your own look. And, and kind of since, not since, so much since then, but but especially lately, I've been really researching and looking into minds, the people's minds, not people's minds, but reading about or listening to podcasts about uh, about the mental game, really, about mental, the mental game in life and how how your mind is everything and and how powerful the mind actually is. Uh, uh, Audio book I listened to uh, a couple of years ago as well. What also gave me a quote that changed my life. Another thing. This book is called Who Moved My Cheese. It's about two little mice. And uh, this is something I would recommend everyone to read. Or listen to the audio book. It's, it's great. And like I said, the, there's a quote in there. And the quote was, 
and you've, I suppose you've got to read the full book to get what the quote actually really means. But um, the quote was, what would you do if you weren't afraid? What would you do if you weren't afraid? And and that there is such a powerful quote. And that goes in all aspects of life, not just boxing. Because I think I read it when I, when I was boxing, like, but in, in, in everything in life, what would you do if you weren't afraid? For instance, I know this is well out there, but let's let's say you're at work and you, and you want to pay a rise, right? And you want to ask the boss, but you don't dare ask the boss. You're in, embarrassed or you, you might be embarrassed. You might be scared in case he says no. But if you think, what would you do if you if you weren't scared, if you weren't afraid, what would you do? You would go and ask him. If you're, if you're standing on the outside and looking on the inside, you would go and ask your boss, can I get a pay rise? And what's you going to say? No, right? You're not getting one. What's you going to say? Oh, yes, you've been working hard. Yes, you've got one. And then you're going to get people at work. Let's say you get a pay rise. Then you're going to get people at work company and say, God, you got a pay rise. You're a lucky get you. You're gonna, I can't believe you got a pay rise. But then it comes back to the thing what the Irishman said about making your own look. You know, it really does. It, it, it swings all the way around to that. You've just made your own look because... What would you do if you weren't afraid? You'd go and ask and you'd go and try the opportunity. One more example I can give you, and now this is a this one's right out there, is I'm always saying I would love to win the lottery. If I won the lottery, I would do this, I would do that. But you know what? I don't even put the lottery on. So I've got absolutely no chance of winning the lottery. Now you'll get someone who's been putting the lottery on since the lo- the lottery started in nineteen or whatever, and they've been putting the lottery on every single weekend. And then they'll win it, and then everyone will be like, oh, you're a lucky, whatever, so-and-so, for winning the lottery. But, you know, they've, they've been they've been making their own luck for so many years, for 20 years, trying to win that lottery, and then they finally won it, and they finally made their luck. Well, that is it for this podcast. Short one, 10 minutes long. I hope you enjoyed it. Please share it. Please subscribe on iTunes, and then you get a little notification every two weeks when I upload the podcast so you will know when the new one's out and uh, I'm going to do another little one like this I don't know when on happiness as well and giving me thoughts on happiness so like I said thanks for listening and I'm going to leave you with this thought what would you do if you were not afraid what would you do if you weren't afraid think about it